This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you have always wanted to have your own show, amplify voices and bring in different perspectives, this is the right moment. Podcasting is becoming more popular over the years and right now there's not as many shows compared to other long-form content platforms. So that means there is a great possibility for you to stand out. Anchor is the way to do it. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. The app is completely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can also make money from a podcast with no minimum listenership. It is really everything you needed to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I believe we don't have to settle for the mediocre, for the basic, or for the usual. We deserve the best, the awesome, the incredible. Not only that's true, but that's also possible. I'm Katarina Page, your host, and you're listening to Wake Up and Unfold. Wake Up and Unfold is about finding new ways to improve your life and let go of everything that don't contribute for your personal growth or happiness. Our mission here is to show you all the different possibilities available out there and why you need to know in order to claim the incredible life you deserve. What does that look like? What's the strategy? And what you can start doing today that will help you achieve your full potential and take control of your life. And we want to hear from you. What are your struggles? What are the blocks you're stumbling upon? And who do you want to hear from? How did they overcome the hurdles in their lives and became who they are now? And if there's someone you care about that would be interested in these topics and will benefit from these experiences, let them know about the show. We are so glad you're here today. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wake Up and Unfold podcast. This is the day all your questions about mental blocks are going to be answered. Yay! I have been meaning to record this episode for a while now, so many things have happened since I've put up the Q&A on Instagram. Life has just been really busy, but finally the day has arrived, folks. That's awesome. So first of all, I'd like to um, take some time to say a special thanks for my Instagram followers who took the time to send me these questions. You guys seriously put some thought into it and these were absolutely the best questions. If you just landed here and have no idea what I'm talking about, a few weeks ago I asked my Instagram audience to send me any questions they had regarding mental blocks. Before I read you guys' questions, I want to go over the definition of a mental block and how to spot it real quick, okay? What is a mental block? According to Wikipedia, a mental block is an uncontrollable suppression or repression of painful or unwanted thoughts slash memories. It can also be the inability to continue or complete a train of thought, as in the case of writer's block. And this is actually what we're going to talk about. So basically, when you hit a mind plateau or a thought plateau. So I'm just going to dive right into it because there are a lot of things that I want to talk about here. One person actually asked me to keep their question anonymous. So I ended up deciding not to share people's names here altogether. And I'm going to refer to these questions with numbers, okay? All right, so going to the question one, the first question here. Whenever I'm taking a course or working on a project and something that requires my total attention comes up, forcing me to leave the course behind until I take care of this issue, whenever I go back to it, it doesn't feel the same. It's like I've been hit by a wave of discouragement and oftentimes I end up not finishing the project. 
I never feel encouraged to finish what I started, which is a big problem because it leads me to waste a bunch of time and money. I guess my question is, how can I identify what the problem is and get back to feeling excited about anything that I need to get done? This is an excellent question. I can't totally relate to this. So there are a couple things that caught my attention, right? The first thing is that it seems to me that you get discouraged when your outline has been disrupted. For instance, when you have an idea of how your plan is going to go uh, or you have an outline in your head that when it gets messed up, it may feel like things are totally out of control now and it would be such a pain to get back to the schedule. So an advice that I would give here would be to really understand the reason why you don't feel like getting back to it. Ask yourself why. And when you find the answer, ask yourself why do you think this is true? And keep asking these questions until you find the core reason. So oftentimes it might be something that is not even true, but what our minds does is to find anything any piece of information to confirm these things are true because our minds are always trying to find reassurance, right? Something to confirm, some belief that we have. And when we look for something, we usually find it because we're focused on it. It only wants reassurance. And the reason it does it, it's because it wants to protect you from something. It can be a fear that reminds you of a memory, something like that. So this whole thing can sound a little bit like this. So let's say uh, I'm, you know, I have the problem and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So uh, I know that I had to deal with this situation, which caused me to stay behind in this project slash course. Now I feel totally discouraged to continue. But why am I discouraged? You may find that you are discouraged because maybe you wanted to finish this project before the New Year's and now it seems impossible. But why did you want to finish this project before the New Year's? Is it because you are planning on going on vacation in the first week of January and you wanted to be done before that? And now it just feels like if you finish it before the New Year's, it's just going to be a lot of work and you're going to be overwhelmed and it's going to be too much to handle, too much stress, and you are not um, really ready for it. Or perhaps it's because you wanted to start another project. Is there a possibility of a conflict? Or maybe there's an actual deadline you can't control. And if that's the case, why is it impossible to finish it before the New Year's? Is it really not feasible to get that done before then? And if yes, if it's really a lot of work that is just going to put you in a level of stress that you don't want to deal with, what would happen if you are not done on time? What can possibly happen? What is the worst thing that can happen? And how does that change your life, right? And then keep asking these questions until you start to understand what it's actually going on. A lot of times when we hit a plateau, we have absolutely no idea of what's going on because we might not be paying attention. And the lack of knowledge is what keeps us stuck. 
because if we did, if we did know what the exact problem was, we would find a solution, right? In my personal experience, what I found out was that a lot of times I felt stuck or I felt like I had some mental block that was keeping me from moving forward was some um, was because of some sort of limiting belief. And it's a tricky situation because our minds are going to try to find any and every reason to make us believe that's true, right? And that's what we call self-sabotage. I could tell you a list of practical things that you do to be able to overcome this block, like, you know, practicing mindfulness, taking a shower, having a snack, like taking care of your physiological needs, uh, making sure that you have enough sleep, taking a break. But you don't have to listen to a whole podcast episode to find that out, right? You can come up with these things to do in a simple Google search. You can find that out, you know, in like half a second online. What I actually want here is to teach you how to uncover these layers, how to get to the root of the problem so that you can be able to find your own unique solution and figure things out when you need to in the future. This requires a high level of self-awareness, which can obviously be developed by anyone. So I hope that makes sense here. And if you have any other questions regarding that, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram and that goes for all of you. I absolutely love talking about this. Um, So moving on to the next question so we don't get lost here. All right, so question two. I'm currently working on writing a book. Some days things go really well and easy, but others seem to be more difficult. While some days I can easily write four to five pages, on others I can find myself stuck in a sentence for hours. Is there anything I can do to have more of these days where things just flow easily? I really don't feel like waiting to have this momentum. Tried once and took me three months to finish a chapter. Help. Well, first of all, kudos for you for being able to write four to five pages in one day. That's actually pretty amazing. Uh, okay, this one here is really good and really, I believe anyone can relate to this type of block. But I was thinking about this question for a bit and it reminded me of every single time I needed to send a text to someone that wasn't in my circle of friends. And I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but every time I needed to send a text to my boss when I used to work a 9 to 5, or when I needed to message anyone for any professional or non-friend related reason, I would always second guess the tone, the words I used, the phrase itself. Could that have an ambiguous meaning? I would think Um, all because I didn't want the person to misunderstand me because of some sort of fear that I had at the moment, right? In fact, guys, many of these blocks we encounter have something to do with some fear that we are not addressing, something we may not even realize. It would take me ages to finish a text message, right? And you're probably thinking, okay, Katarina, texting is not the same thing as writing a book, so get over it already. And I agree, it isn't. 
But maybe the reasons why we second guess how that text sounds are similar, if not the same reason why someone would feel stuck when they're writing a whole book page. Imagine the pressure. Oftentimes, what we do is try to clean up our quote-unquote statement in our heads and come up with the best, cleanest version of what we're thinking so we only have to tap it once. And that can also come from how critical we are about ourselves, right? You know, from only accepting the absolutely best out of ourselves, which can be a good and bad thing depending on how and when we choose to be critical. But what ends up happening is we try to organize these words in the best order possible in our heads. So instead of just thinking about what we want to say, now the brain has another task, which is to organize the words, to use the proper grammar, and then you add the pressure and stress that can be inserted here, right? Like the time that you have, your neighbors remodeling noises, the dog barking, your unaware dehydration, all of this the brain is trying to process all at once and it takes your focus away. Imagine if this was a computer trying to run a million tabs at once, right? Things get slow if the brain has to focus on a bunch of things at the same time. I remember when I was in high school and I needed to write a dissertation for a test. The teachers would allow us to write a sketch first with all our thoughts and ideas and just let the mind be free and say whatever you wanted. Keeping in mind, of course, the structure of the dissertation, but that was a lot less pressure to think about. Once we had the text done, we would make some adjustments like additions and removals and we would scratch whatever we thought um, wasn't a good idea anymore and then we would transfer the clean version to the official paper that was going to get turned in. Uh, You may think that only slowed things down as we wrote the same thing twice but instead the kids who would actually do this way and the ones who uh, chose to do the final version would take more or less the same amount of time to finish. Of course, we only had a small window of time to turn it in. Usually this was done in class like and we had about 45 minutes to an hour to finish it. However, I bet you if we didn't have such a quick deadline, the ones writing the final version without a sketch would be overthinking these phrases uh, in their heads for a much longer time. This whole process allows the mind to just think freely and say whatever it's thinking so you don't lose it, right? And then once it's recorded on the paper, you can read and find out better words or adjust the grammar or the way you do the punctuation, whatever it is that you need to do. Or it allows the mind to single task without any pressure. So maybe one thing that would work here could be just allowing your mind to be and write whatever you want to write without any pressure. Knowing that you are safe, knowing that this doesn't have to be the final version, right? Um, you have the opportunity to adjust it later. And 
a lot of times that we have any kind of mental block, it could be because of a physical situation. It could be because we're tired. It could be because we're hungry. It could be because, I don't know, we have um, a mental health condition that we, uh, we haven't addressed yet. But it could also be because of worries that we have. Um, so we could spend hours and hours talking about practical tips and practical things to come up with a list of things that you could do that would allow your mind to just flow freely without any mental block. But how are we going to know? How are we going to be able to know if that's going to work for you, right? So that's why I, I believe it's really important to for, for each one of us to really take the time to understand ourselves, to understand what it is going on, to understand what is actually the reason why we are having that type of block, why we're not able to continue, what is it in our, in our minds, right? Because we're trying to do something with using our minds, using our brains, and it's not working, we feel overwhelmed, we feel blocked, is because our mind is already occupied thinking about something else in the background. And, you know, we have to find out what it is and address that. You know, and going back to the book scenario, you don't have to finish the whole book to start adjusting. You can do you can do it however it works for you, right? Some people may find it easier to do that after they're done with each paragraph. Some people may want to finish that very subject they're talking about, which is my case. So I don't lose the momentum. Some people would prefer to do it after finishing a chapter. You find your own flow, right? Um, And obviously, this is all hypothetical, right? I don't even know this is the, the case here because I don't have a lot of context. But honestly, I find that to be a damn good piece of advice. And like I said before, right, without taking in 100% of my perspective as the absolute truth, which is only based on my own experience, um, you know, so this is true for me, but it can feel different for you. Really take the time to ask questions to find out why you think you are encountering these blocks. The advice that I'm giving here may work for some people, it may not work for others, and that's okay because we are all different. We all have different lives, cultures, background, habits, perspectives. Sometimes mental illnesses that come in the way and we have to address it. And we have to take it all into consideration, right? Self-awareness is crucial for being able to find solutions. We need to understand to be able to solve, right? Always, always remember that. This actually reminds me of the last episode when Jordana Meazza was saying to always go back to yourself and it's true and extremely necessary and is going to help you out a lot on this journey. All right, so the next question I think is true for a lot of people, unfortunately, and um, I think a lot of you are going to be able to relate to this. So listen up. So question is, I've always struggled with public speaking. I know I'm smart and have incredible insights, but if I try to talk about them, it feels like everything is happening all at once in my mind and suddenly all I see is blank. I don't know if this is a mind blocker or just anxiety, but I just went in a stop. I want to feel confident and have the opportunity to express myself clearly and efficiently. All right. Um, 
So when I read that, I get the feeling that you feel overwhelmed by your thoughts. And there might be a bigger reason behind it. You mentioned anxiety, right? Anxiety is a manifestation of some sort of thought caused by a belief that you may have, excluding the chemical reasons, of course. So if speaking in public makes you experience the feeling of anxiety, that can for sure be a mental block because now your whole body is focused on the feeling you are experiencing at the moment. Everyone that has experienced anxiety at least one time in their life knows how overwhelming it is. Um, what I would do here would be first explore more of this feeling and find out if you experience anxiety in similar situations so that you have a starting point, right? Um, because if that's the case... You might need to address this with the help of a mental health professional. But along with that, you also have to do some work on yourself. We can't expect our therapists to figure things out on their own if we're not willing to identify crucial pieces of information that allows us, that allow us to finish this quest, right? So what I would do... What I would recommend in this case would be take some time to explore why you feel this way only when you want to speak. Is it because of the number of people present? Is it because of a specific person that is around, you know? And if that's the case, how did it make you feel? And why do you think that is? Or is it because of something that happened in the past? Maybe a uncomfortable memory or uncomfortable situation that happened and you don't want to relive that moment or perhaps it's something that's not even connected maybe it's because you never got the chance to speak when you were a child and when you tried no one seemed to listen and now you don't know how to deal with people paying attention to you because you never got the opportunity to practice that muscle some answers here might be very personal and you are the only one who can figure it all out. All you have to do really is to start asking yourself why and keep going on this process of questions and answers until you find the source of this feeling that's manifesting as a struggle with public speaking. And by the way, when I'm saying to keep on questioning and answering, I don't mean doing it verbally, but instead registering that somewhere. You know, it could be a journal or a workbook that you will use specific, specifically for your personal development or the note app on your phone, for example, you know, and you don't necessarily have to go back to look at it if you don't want to. You may find a solution right there and never need to look back at it again. But doing it this way, you are releasing the pressure in your mind of having to remember everything that you just said, you know. You unconsciously allow your mind to focus on figuring things out. You are training your brain to help you out. And eventually, this will be a no-brainer. Literally a no-brainer. So yeah, great questions here. 
I hope this gave you guys a little bit of insight on how you can overcome these mental blocks whenever you encounter them because sometimes we feel so powerless when we know there is a problem but we can't seem to figure it out. But one thing that I can tell you here is that you already have all the answers within yourself. You just have to believe you can access them. Some of you are going to be able to do that right away. Some of you might need some additional help to get to that point, right? There's obviously a lot more to it. This is just a starting point that gets you to the door. This process of awakening requires a lot of patience and commitment. And not everyone is ready for that type of commitment. And that's okay. We're all in different phases and levels in our lives. But for those of you who are ready to see the world in a way that you've never seen before, just go for it. Because once your eyes open and you see what's possible for you, once you get that level of awareness, there is nothing that anyone can say or do to stop you from achieving your goals, whatever they are. And by the way, that's exactly what I teach my private clients. I teach them to create their own roadmap by developing their self-awareness skills and preparing them to be able to solve their own quests, to become independent in this journey. So if you absolutely feel this in your core and you have no doubts that you are ready to up-level your self-awareness, Learn how to master yourself and start 2021 creating your own damn reality. I still have a couple spots left in my one-on-one coaching program and I don't want to create this scarcity feeling here, but I know that I'm only one and I would much rather have a handful of clients that I know for sure I can deliver my highest energy and motivation and inspiration and knowledge than to stretch myself too thin and don't deliver the highest level of service they deserve. And it's going to be this way at least until I launch my group coaching program, which is probably not happening until next summer. So if this is you, I'm going to leave the link to my calendar on the show notes so that you can schedule a full pitch free complimentary call so that you can have an idea of what it is like to work with me. The link is going to be up until November 30th or when the spots are completely filled, whichever comes first. All right, so that's it for today, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you are having an amazing November already. I will see you in the next episode. You just listened to Wake Up and Unfold. If you absolutely loved this episode, be sure to share that with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep bringing new perspectives and juicy info to the show. If you aren't already following me on social media, come get additional tips and resources on Instagram by following at the Katarina page or visiting my website, katarinapage.org. I am so grateful for you all and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, keep up with the inner work and see your life unfold.